Today's reading is from Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapter 4 and verse 4. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. If you are no longer a slave but a son, and if a son, then an heir, through God. There's an awful lot packed into those verses. He speaks very much of what Jesus came to do, of his entire mission. It it sits rather neatly here as a reading for this Sunday just after Christmas, because we find a number of things. First of all, that first phrase, but when the fullness of time had come. The Old Testament, you see, is not simply a kind of thing that rolled on just to be replaced by the New Testament, but the Old Testament prepares us for the New Testament. The New Testament represents the fullness of time, but for that time to grow ripe, for that time to grow full, we had to go through the Old Testament period as well. It's how we understand what Jesus is about. All that we see revealed to us of God's character in the Old Testament is still of great relevance in the New. So God's timing is right and perfect. We would do well to trust in God's timing because here we find that by waiting to when he did, we might have a fuller understanding of what Jesus came to achieve. The passage then goes on that God sent forth his son, born of a woman, And in this we see something of these two natures of Christ. God sent his son, there's Jesus' divinity, he's the son of God, who was born of a woman. Well, there is his humanity. He was born of the flesh of Mary. So he has the divine nature, but he also has the human nature. He's God's son, he has divine nature. He's Mary's son, he has her human nature. Why was he born? Well, He was born under the law to redeem those who were under the law. So because Jesus is born human, he's therefore subject, as we all are, to the law of God. And we don't keep the law of God very well. Now, you may think, of course, that you're perfect, that you've never got anything wrong, but you probably don't think that really. We've all fallen short of the standards set by God. And in fact, Paul makes a reference to this just a chapter earlier in uh, chapter 3, verse 10, when he writes, For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law. Now, it's evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the righteous shall live by faith. Well, he, he goes on to talk a lot about that, but the point he's making is that None of us have fully kept the law. Therefore, for us, the law is something that condemns us. But Jesus, the Son of God, born of a woman, comes to redeem us from the law. He kept the law perfectly and he took our place. He died for us. He kept the law perfectly so that we might be adopted as sons, that we might be, to use a phrase of Paul's that he uses over a hundred times, in Christ as we throw all our trust and our faith and our belief and our understanding upon Christ, we become part of Christ. We are in Christ. We are part of the body of Christ. We are sons of God in that way. And Paul is using the word son advisedly because 
It's not that we come simply children of God, sons of gods and daughters of God, but we have that Roman understanding of adoption as a son of God. Jesus is the son. We are in Christ, so we are all sons because we are in the son. That's the kind of thing he's getting at. And because of this, well, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. So as we are in Christ, to use this phrase of Paul's, God has sent the spirit of Christ into our hearts. Christ indwells us. We are aware of the presence of Christ within us, prompting us and guiding us. And more than that, we can cry out, Abba, Father, because the Son's Spirit is within us. That's why we can pray our Father in the Lord's Prayer, because the Son of God is in us through his Spirit. So Paul concludes, if you are no longer a slave, but a son, or rather he says, so you are no longer a slave, but a son, and if a son, then an heir through God. There's that adoption language. All of this then tells us of what Jesus is about, that he's fully God, but he takes human flesh. He's born of a woman. He perfectly keeps the law that we can't. And as we are joined to him, as we are in Christ, as we follow him, as we become part of the body of Christ, that is the church, well, then we have the spirit of the Son dwelling within us so that we may cry out, Abba, Father. This is rich stuff, I know, but it is all there, all because Jesus, the Son of God, was born of a woman so that he might redeem us. Amen.